Hi, I'm Josh, and welcome to the Wild Nature Photography Podcast, the podcast that talks the art and craft of nature photography. It's the 12th of July, 2021, and this is podcast number 10, Double Digits. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about a comparison I just did between Lightroom Classic and Canon's digital photo professional software and the difference in raw renderings between those two pieces of software. But just before I get into that, a little update. Uh, Canon has released new firmware for the EOS 1DX Mark III, firmware version 1.5. This is a firmware version that mostly encompasses video updates, including C-Log3, but it's still a worthwhile update if you're shooting stills, uh, but I think it's mostly going to benefit the video photographer, or videographer rather, but still worth doing if you're interested in um, keeping your camera up to date with the latest firmware. You can download that from Canon's website. So let's just talk now about the topic of today, which is a comparison between Adobe Lightroom Classic and Digital Photo Professional. Now, in recent months, there's been a smattering of forum comments across the web that I've seen that the Canon's digital photo professional software does a better job than Adobe Lightroom when converting raw files. Now, I'm not usually one to take these things at face value, so I decided to test this for myself. I think it was fear of missing out. Uh, perhaps I wasn't using the best converter. And uh, what I did was I put the latest version of Adobe Lightroom Classic, which is version 10.3, head-to-head against Canon's DPP software, which is version 4.15. Now, the results were quite enlightening and not necessarily what I expected. Um, so let's talk about that and, and the methodology. So uh, all of my testing was done with the Canon EOS 1DX Mark III, um, since that's my primary camera that I shoot most of my photographs with. Now, it should be said the revolt results will vary from camera model to camera model. So I suggest you test this yourself if you're shooting something other than a 1DX Mark III. Now, the reason that the results will vary from camera to camera has to do with the way Adobe creates camera profiles uh, and the way uh, picture styles are applied in DPP. So before we go any further, let's talk about that a little bit more because it's important to understand that the raw files in Adobe Lightroom Classic have a camera profile attached to them that determines how the colors are rendered and thus how they're going to look on your screen. Now, the profile you select has a significant impact on the color rendering. Uh, you can easily test this yourself in the develop module by selecting different profiles and you can watch the color rendering changes shift between the profiles. If you've got a photograph that you've taken of a color checker passport, this is the best way to do it. You'll be able to see the color changes most noticeably. Now, Adobe provides quite a few different profiles to choose from and you can, of course, also make your own. The profiles Adobe provides are created by its, its engineers using sample cameras that are supplied to them by the camera manufacturers. But if you have an X-Rite color checker passport and the time and patience, then you can create camera profiles for your specific camera in different lighting situations. You can then import them into Lightroom and have something custom to your camera and lighting conditions. Now, this is something that quite honestly, I, I usually don't bother to do as I'm photographing outdoors in different lighting conditions and it just isn't all that necessary or meaningful for me. But what is necessary, though, if you're going to compare Lightroom to DPP is transparency on what profile was used in Lightroom. And for all these tests, I used Adobe Color, which is their default profile. Now, in Canon's digital photo professional software, camera profiles are not used, and instead DPP applies what Canon call picture styles. Now, these are the same picture styles that you set in the camera, uh, on your Canon camera. Now, picture styles have a very different effect on color so I have a very similar effect on color as Adobe's camera profiles and shifting between picture styles 
does significantly alter the color rendering on the screen. And just like the Adobe uh, profiles, hue, luminance, and saturation are all affected. And again, the best way to see this is to use a photograph of a color checker passport where you can see individual colors. Now, for all these tests, I use the neutral picture style in DPP, since this is the same picture style that I'm applying to my raw files in the 1DX Mark III. Uh, the choice of neutral provides the most accurate histogram on the back of the camera, so it just makes, makes sense to use that. Now, white balance is also a big factor in the color rendering in both Lightroom and DPP. So I like to shoot in auto white balance and then tweak it later in post-production. So for this test, I left the setting to as shot in both Lightroom and DPP. And just as an aside, I find auto white balance in the 1DX Mark III to be excellent. And I rarely need to do more than tweak the balance and sort of season it to taste. Uh, the next thing we sort of need to note, uh, the next caveat, if you like, is that both Lightroom and DPP have certain default values that they apply to the raw file. Now, in Lightroom, Adobe set a default sharpening value of 40 with a radius of 1 and a detail of 25. Now, Lightroom applies no luminance noise reduction by default, but it does apply 25 points of color noise reduction. Now, by comparison, DPP sets no default sharpening but does automatically apply a varying level of noise reduction that is ISO dependent. So in order to make the playing field as level as possible when comparing raw file renderings, it's necessary to manually set all these values to zero. Now I've seen many forum comments that Lightroom raw conversions are far noisier than DPP, and the above uh, really explains why. DPP is applying ISO specific noise reduction by default, whereas Lightroom is applying no luminance noise reduction and only a small amount of color noise reduction. Now, of course, in Lightroom, you can set up an ISO-specific noise reduction preset for your specific camera if you wish to take the time to do so. This is not something I've done to date, but I'm considering doing it in the future. If I get some time, I might actually set up a number of presets for the 1DX Mark III. Now, by now, you should be getting the distinct impression that it's pretty difficult to level the playing field when you want to make a direct comparison between Lightroom and DPP. Um, even with everything I've dis discussed, checked, and set, things are still not completely equal as Lightroom and DPP effectively operate in different color spaces. Now Lightroom operates in the Photo color space, which is a very, very large color space, much larger than Adobe RGB, and DPP uses wide gamut RGB. Now these color spaces are similar, but they're not the same. Wide gamut RGB is slightly smaller than Photo, although it's unlikely you would ever see any difference in real world applications when switching between the two. Now, nevertheless, there is a distinction. It's important to know that the playing field is not entirely level. It would be possible to set DPP to Adobe RGB and to output Adobe RGB from Lightroom, but since I like to operate in the largest color space possible, it just, it just seems counterproductive to me to use a smaller space. So once all the default settings in Lightroom and DPP have been neutralized and returned to zero, you can then make some sort of a meaningful comparison between the raw renderings. Now, to do this... I exported a 16-bit 300 dpi TIFF file from both Lightroom and DPP and then opened them up side-by-side side in Photoshop to compare them. Now, the TIFF, photo, the TIFF file from Lightroom I exported in Prophoto and the TIFF file from DPP in Wide Gamut. And then I just made sure my working space in Adobe Photoshop was set correctly so there was no contamination or profile conversion. Now, when you line up the two raw renderings side-by-side, the first thing to note is there are some very significant differences. But the differences can be directly attributed to the camera profile in Lightroom and the picture style in DPP. Now, whether one is better than the other is completely subjective. 
But what is important is that they are different and they can be altered simply through selection of a different camera profile or picture style. Now, if you don't like one result, you can simply change the profile or the picture style and you'll have a different rendering. So trying to judge if one rendering is better is simply impossible because you can always change profile or picture style for a different result. And in blind test, it's absolutely impossible to pick which is which without knowing which color profile or picture style was applied. Um, even when I post up JPEG screenshots of this to my blog, and you can head over to my blog um, to check this out, I'll put a link to the uh, to the page in the show notes, you'll see that you can even see in the JPEGs the clear differences between the color renderings in Lightroom and DPP. Now, since comparing color renderings is pretty much a waste of time, the only thing that's really left to compare between Lightroom and DPP is noise and sharpness. But before we make those comparisons, it should be noted that both noise reduction and sharpening are interlinked and that they affect each other. And that's why they appear together in the detail panel of Lightroom. Now, in the digital world, noise reduction works by effectively softening an image. And by contrast, sharpening works by darkening the dark side of an edge and lightening the light side. And the radius determines how many pixels either side of that edge get darkened or lightened. And the combination of amount and radius can increase the perceived sharpness in a photograph. Now, sharpening an image therefore adds noise to a photograph, whereas applying noise reduction effectively softens it. Now, that's why a photograph that has had some significant noise reduction applied uh, will need more sharpening than one that has no noise reduction. Now, just as a slight aside of this, if you're working uh, in Lightroom and you're wondering what the detail slider does, you're probably not alone as it's one of the most misunderstood tools in the develop module. But effectively what the detail slider is, is a halo suppression tool and a kind of deconvolution sharpening. So at its default setting of 25, it acts as halo suppression. And halos are the white jaggies that you'll see on edges when things become oversharpened. But as you ramp up the slider, the detail slider starts to act more as a form of deconvolution sharpening, much like the deblur tool in Photoshop. Um, if you're interested in knowing more about the detail slider, I might do a future post on this because it, it's something that requires quite a bit of explanation. Now, before I talk about the results comparing sharpness and noise in Lightroom and DPP, it should, I should know that there really wasn't any point in visually trying to show these results on my blog because the conversion to JPEG reduces noise and visually distorts the results. So if you want to see visually the results of this comparison, you're going to have to take the time to test it yourself. Uh, otherwise, I'll just, I'll just talk about the results. So what I did was I rendered out an ISO 12800 file from DPP without resetting the noise reduction to zero, uh, and it shows a very marked difference in noise compared to the same file rendered from Lightroom. The DPP file just looks a lot better. It's far less noise, it's much, much cleaner, but you have to keep in mind that DPP is applying ISO-specific noise reduction, and Lightroom is applying no luminance noise reduction by default. It's just applying 25 points of color noise reduction. Now, but once you reset both the DPP noise values to zero and the Lightroom values to zero, the differences between the two rendered files are negligible. Uh, you have to go to 200% magnification to see any differences, and even then the differences equivalent quibble at best. Now, leaving the DPP ISO specific noise reduction at its default and applying appropriate noise reduction to the Lightroom rendering results in a very similar result. And depending on how much noise reduction you apply, you can pretty much make the two look identical, even at 200% magnification or more. So the takeaway and conclusion from comparing Lightroom to DPP is that at default, 
with, you know, without changing anything, DPP does do a better job than Lightroom on noisy raw files because it's applying significant ISO-specific noise reduction. However, once you level the playing field and reset DPP's ISO-specific noise reduction to zero or apply noise reduction appropriately in Lightroom, there's no meaningful difference between the two raw converters. In other words, it doesn't make any difference which raw converter you choose to use, provided you understand when and how to set the knobs and dials. And in fact, once you start to twist those knobs and dials, all bets are off, and you can make either raw converter or either raw converter look better than the other. So with, after my own testing, I asked, ask yourself the question, you know, which one should you use, Lightroom or DPP? Well, quite honestly, it took me less than a minute in DPP to realize that the workflow it offers compared to Lightroom just isn't for me. It's clunky, it's slow. I found DPP much slower than Lightroom, which quite surprised me. But, you know, Adobe's worked wonders with the speed of Lightroom in recent updates. And it's although it's still not as fast as the industry reference photo mechanic, it's certainly fast enough now and much, much faster than it used to be. Ultimately, which raw converter you choose to use should come down to your workflow preference for managing, cataloging, and processing raw files. Uh, whichever one you choose to, to use, you absolutely have to make sure you learn how to set your noise reduction and sharpness settings optimally. And that's the key takeaway from this comparison. Educating yourself on how best to apply noise reduction and sharpening will yield you far better results than worrying about whether one raw converter is better than another. And the same applies to understanding camera profiles and picture styles. Those are the fundamental factor in the color rendering uh, and in determining color rendering between both Lightroom and DPP. And it's far more important to worry about which camera profile or picture style you choose than whether you process your file in your raw file in Lightroom or DPP. Uh, so that's been a very interesting comparison for me. It was well worth taking the time to compare Lightroom to DPP because, there's again, there's a lot of misinformation on the internet about this. But the reality of it is, is that it actually doesn't matter which one you use as long as you know how to set the dials properly uh, and how to set noise, uh, how to set the appropriate amount of noise reduction and the correct amount of sharpening and how to choose a suitable camera profile or picture style. Very interesting comparison. As I say, I may do another post on the detail slider in Lightroom and just expand on what that slider does because it's the one that it seems to be the most misunderstood and that people have the most questions about. And we'll see if I get the time to do that. Hopefully, potentially in the next few days. So that's going to be it for today. I'm Josh. This has been the Wild Nature Photography Podcast, Episode 10, 12th of July, 2021. And I look forward to seeing you out in the field.